why does God plant us in churches? It's to afford us that opportunity to work for him. That's why it's important we meet together as a church so that we receive the blessing. So when the word of God, the rhema comes like this, the word has come. In the word is the blessing. The moment you receive the word, great grace is imparted for that which must be accomplished. So there is the informative dimension of the Bible and there is the revelatory dimension of the Bible. The revelation shows you what you must do to experience the hand of God. So when the word comes in the revelatory dimension, there is instruction. Now, your word in season. Hallelujah. I want you to understand by the spirit of God that Success is a choice and failure is a choice. You either choose to succeed or you choose to fail. The fact is that success is your birthright as a child of God. And the earlier you understand the fundamentals that procure success, the better for you. Why do men fail? I know in Africa we would like to push everything to witches. What do you think? And we would like to push everything to uh, principalities and powers. Eh? We would like to We would like to say that the witches of our family are strong. That is why we have not succeeded. That, that's very typical in Africa. But I would like you to know, Japan has more gods than Africa. Japan. The Bible says God. God cursed the serpent. Do you know serpent? Whoa, whoa. Why, whoa? God cursed the serpent. But later in the years, God becomes flesh and he's communicating and he says, you must be wise as the serpent. A cursed animal. How can the God who cares the animal now be telling the highest of his creation, being man, that if you want to learn wisdom, the wisdom of the serpent is a sure wisdom to copy. Copying a cursed animal, no curse is strong enough. You know, some people were threatening me and saying all kinds of things. And sometimes you think some people have so much power, they can ruin your destiny. Until I came to the place where I realized that even the snake, cursed snake, the God himself who cursed the snake, can make reference and say that if you want to be wise, copy the wisdom of a cursed animal. No curse can stop me. I thought you would say it. Whether it's the curse of Africa, curse of what, curse of whoever. This one is God himself that cursed the animal. Maybe you don't understand. It was not his parents that cursed it. God. 
He said, you, you are cursed. Upon your belly shall thou go. You will eat dust. And upon all this, the curse, still the highest creature in, man, in God's universe, still must look at the serpent with dignity. Nobody, is, nobody on earth doesn't fear Everybody fears snake. You respect snake. Snake, when you hear snake, So I beg you, stop blaming someone for your pending failure and decide to succeed. It's a decision. It's a decision. So this word I'm ministering to is deep from my heart. I am so, I am heavy. I feel heavy for the next 19 years ahead of us. I am heavy. I feel like I'm now starting ministry. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So please, listen and listen well. Stop blaming anything on anyone. Some people, they blame the government. They blame their parents. They blame the first boyfriend. They blame the second boyfriend. They blame the first girlfriend. They blame the third girlfriend. They are actually blaming the current girlfriend. <laughs> they are even blaming the future girlfriend. These my guys, they think fast too. <laughs> Thank God they don't give me what to preach. They can, the way they can supply with ideas. <laughs> I didn't think future girlfriend would they? <laughs> I be your father. Listen to me today. Listen well. God in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 speaks to Joshua and he tells Joshua how he can prosper and have good success. And therefore, Prospering and having good success is no longer the responsibility of God. There are very lazy people who are Christians and all you hear them say is that God will do it. Oh, I believe God will do it. I believe, I believe God will do it. Nonsense, which they call faith. Faith is not nonsense. Faith without works is dead. He is not doing anything He's lazy, sleeping from morning till evening, and he's a God will do it. I, my God is a miracle working God. Miracle worker. My God is a miracle worker. God doesn't bless foolishness. I, I fear for some people. Some people will be poor. If you don't change and continue in this way, <laughs> it's not God's fault. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. 
destiny changer. You are my destiny changer. You know, it's a nice song, but when you grow to know the word of God, you see that it's not God's responsibility. He is that all that he will do. What is left is your own. Do you know God is not creating any tree? He has given man all the seeds to plant the trees he wants on the earth. Who is destroying the earth? Man, man, man. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. I hope you are here in this place. You are listening to me. Please listen well. From today you may think I have changed. I've not changed. I've been like this all this while, but you just have not seen it. Yes. If I was not like this, we wouldn't be here. Where is Joshua? Joshua has come. Okay, okay. Look at Joshua. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, not God, thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. Good success. God believes in success. Good success. What does it say in Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3? Look at it. Please. Prosperity and good success is not God's responsibility now. He is giving you all it takes. Now it is your responsibility. Psalm 1 from verse 1. Let's read. Psalm 1 from verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standing in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. Go. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night. What will this man become? And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf. Also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Did it sound like God is doing something here? He's shown you the way. Huh? Huh? So, staying green is your responsibility. He says, the one, the one that meditates in the word of the Lord, he is like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And now you want to shift the responsibility back and say, my God will do it. I know my God will do it. I know my God will do it. Somebody say, ah, pastor, are you disproving the God factor? No, a thousand times no. But there's God's responsibility and there is our responsibility. Oh, Africa. so religious we become senseless go 
God will clean the gutter? What are you talking about? How many of you, God baits you to come to church this morning? God baits you. You woke up and said, God, <laughs> I'm your responsibility. <laughs> I'm going to the washroom, bring water. <laughs> then you lifted your hand and God brought the sponge. When you finished, God said, come on, lie down. Let me put pampas on you. Because you are a baby. Because you think like a baby. Success is your birthright. And God wants us to be so successful that we even have global relevance. Now, no matter where he starts us from, he actually wants us to have global relevance. Can you just imagine? That's God's dream. That's God's dream. That's God's dream. Look, look, look at Matthew chapter 5. Verse, verse, let's start from verse 13. Am I communicating? Or you don't like the message? You said you came to be blessed. Huh? So please hear, hear and be blessed. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its, his sever, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Verse 14. Ye are the light of the world. Hey. Ye are the light of the world. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. <laughs> Come on. Relevance. You are so relevant, you cannot be hidden. Go. The next verse. The next verse. Please, put your phone on flight mode. I don't know who is calling Obama or the new one. What's his name? Uh, Joe Biden. I don't know. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it give it light unto all those, huh? all that are in the house. Huh? All that are in the house. Verse six, 16, sorry. 16, what does it say? Let your light so shine. Hey, God wants you to so. Do you know so? What is so? So English, what is so? Hey, so for Frank, what is so? So sign. What is so? The so, what is it? An adverb qualifying the 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 sign, which is what? Huh? And now. Are you sure the sign is a now? <laughs> also waiting. <laughs> you see, God doesn't want you to just sign but to so shine. The way I, I hate stagnation, eh? I hate stagnation with passion. When I don't see progress in a few moments, I, I start to fidget. Because this is our destiny. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And we are waiting for him to do something. Can you just imagine? Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify God. We announce it. My God, Lord. Oh, my God, Lord. 
The guy is sleeping. He's not learning any trade. He's not going to look for any job. He's not becoming any, somebody with any building capacity to handle great things. Oh my God, I do it. Monday to Friday prayer meeting. What prayer is he going to pray? My God, I do it. My God, my God, do it. And God is laughing. He say, "What? What? What? My God is doing? Hey!" One pastor came to see me and I was showing him how he can build. He felt like hitting his head in the wall of my office. Because he said, I've never seen it this way. I've never seen it this way. <laughs> it's because he's waiting for God to do it. I gotta do it. You are going to build big businesses, great families. Big companies, and we are going to build a great church. Somebody shout, Amen! Amen. I want to talk about one law that is very important in the success journey, which I think most of us really need it, including myself. You know, when a pastor is preaching and he thinks he's just talking to the people, you know, it's the spirit of Jesus that speaks through me, so he's talking to me too. I want to talk about the law of self-discipline in the journey of success. I'll be finishing in very short time. Yes, believe. We are ordained for rulership. But if we don't apply ourselves to this law, we may end up as paupers, beggars, Failures. Many Christians who have failed, their failure is traceable to indiscipline. Indiscipline. And we like to blame it on witches and wizards. No, it's not them. If it is them, I know what they did. They influenced you to become indiscipline. That's how they got you. <laughs> if it is them. If it is them, if you claim it is the witches in your mother's house, your father's house, the witches in your school, the witches in your neighborhood, the witches in the food you went to buy. <laughs> you know, I heard a certain guy, <laughs> that uh, one place you shouldn't buy food is a place where there's a gutter because spirits live in the gutter and the spirits may come out to buy some of the food. Can, can you just, and people are listening. The, the big food companies, do you know the tunnels under them that are gutters? So now you see, if you are also stupid, you always, you also be looking for gutter. Hey, gutter, why? <laughs> such, such backwardness. If we do not overcome this indiscipline in our life, and become self-disciplined. We may be blaming many things, but it may not be them. Please hear me out this morning. I have come with a pastor's heart very heavy for the success of his people. There's not a lot of emotions and shouting. Listen well. 
When God wants to bless a people, he opens their ear to discipline. Job 36 from verse 5 to 12. When God wants to prosper or bless a people, he opens their ear to what? Discipline. Job 36 verse 5 to 12. The guy is sleeping. Morning till evening. Won't you go to my God will do it? I know God will do it. Africa, oh, Africa, Africa. And you know the name we name, the way we name everything. It's a shame to even name that kiosk. That's like this. You know, you know everything we, we want to just, we want to brand it with God. But it's not God. <laughs> the kiosk is falling. You know, one time in our area, they voted for some, this assemblyman. And the assemblyman was running an electrical shop. The electrical shop was on a certain hill. And the shop was like this. <laughs> I said, how do you vote for such a man? What would the community become? <laughs> what, what would the community become? <laughs> and to hide to hide our lack of attention to detail we cover it with religious cliches God's time is the best nonsense instead of changing God's time is the best you are not changing you say God's time is the best it's not God's time Poverty, poverty is not good. Old. You better get serious. Job, let's read it. You will see. I said, when God wants to prosper people, He won't wash His trot He won't take it for maintenance. Doing everything that will collapse the business of His master, then He'll go and do a sticker at the back. In His time, He makes all things beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> let's read it look at this look at this behold God is mighty and despised not any he is mighty in strength and wisdom go verse 6 he preserveth not the life of the wicked but giveth right to the poor I hope you are following he redraweth not his eyes from the righteous, but with kings are they on the throne. Yea, he doeth establish them forever, and they are exalted. He's talk, talking about God and what he, he, he does. And if they be bound in fetters and beholding in courts of affliction, what will he do to them? The next verse. Then he showeth them their work. That means you've done something wrong. It's your own work that has taken you to captivity. And their transgression. That they have exceeded. You have crossed your limit. That's why you are in this pain. Then what does he show them? Verse 10. He openeth also their ear to discipline. And commanded that they return from iniquity. 
is what he does to them. Then the moment they hear, listen to what happens. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. So, who is restricting them from prosperity and pleasure? Themselves! But the moment he opens their ear to discipline and they heed, this is what becomes their end. They will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. But look at when, if they will not listen. But if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword and they shall die without knowledge. I pray you will not be blaming anybody. There are some people when they do something and you discipline them. You discipline them. And you want them to correct themselves and come back on track. They get offended. They get offended. Look at Proverbs 19 verse 18. I want to just read. It's not part of what I'm dealing with. But can we now back? Proverbs 19, 18. Proverbs 18, 19, uh, 18, 19. Okay? No, no. 19, 18. 18 19, 18. Sorry. Look at this. 19, 18. 19, 18. 19, 18. Chasten thy son while there is hope. And let not thy soul spare for his crying. Huh? Go, go, go to NLT. Let's read it in NLT. NLT. New Living Translation. I'll be rounding up soon. Eh? Discipline your children where, where, while there is hope. That means there's a certain time somebody cross. You can't correct them again. So me. My children. Cain. Hey. Hey. <laughs> And if you think you are an adult, I can't discipline you. You lie bad. You lie. I may not whip you, but there's rod in my mouth. There's rod in my mouth. If I can't discipline you, you are not my sheep. I should be able to whip you. Discipline your children while there is hope. Otherwise, you will ruin their lives. One thing that really doesn't bother me at all is when I'm caning a child and he's crying. It doesn't bother me at all. It, I don't have sympathy for tears. Oh, you should see me la la lashing the children. I lash them. Proper lashing. And I know what I'm doing is very painful, but I'll do it. Because I know the scripture. Discipline your children while there is hope. Otherwise, you will ruin their lives. I'm wicked. Am I wicked? <laughs> I slapped them. So why did you do that thing? Bam! You nobody can correct you, isn't it? <laughs> you are a big man now. You are a big girl now. Nobody corrects you. Nobody can shout at you. Because when we shout at you, you are angry. You are, you are, you are angry. You are pissed. You are offended. Why? You, you, you shouldn't shout at me like that. <laughs> Ask those who have been with me for a long time if I've changed. <laughs> oh, close. Ask Reverend Festus. 
<laughs> At his level. I, you ask him. His, his knees will be buckling. Because I will shout. Who is father and who is child? Father to child. <laughs> now listen. It takes discipline to be distinguished. It takes what? Discipline, discipline to be distinguished. So, though success is our birthright in Christ and our ordained heritage, if we want sustainable success, then the law of self-discipline cannot be overemphasized. If we want sustainable success, I mean sustainable success, and I pray, any form of indiscipline in your life is arrested today. In the name of Jesus. And let the spirit of self-discipline be released unto you. In the name of Jesus. The law. It is a law. It is a law. When you break it, you break yourself. A law is a principle, huh? That governs the operation of things. I don't know whether your grandmother gave birth to gravity. But when you go and stand on a tall building and you say, ah, you are my grandmother's child. That means you are an uncle. I jump. You can't kill me. Gravity will tell you, no, 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 no. No, no, it's a law. It's a law. Self-discipline is a law you must not break. You break it, you are destroying yourself. You are destroying yourself. You are destroying yourself. Now, some few points that are round up. Somebody say, ah. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. It's one of the cardinal laws that govern success. He says, and if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned except he strives lawfully. So there are laws to adhere to if you will be crowned. The throne is ours, yes. We deserve crowns, yes. But we will not. So to be crowned, <laughs> you must abide by laws. All right? All right? And the law of self-discipline is one of such laws. You can't play games with it. Now, let's look at a beautiful story in Ecclesiastes chapter 10. I think I've not yet said I'm rounding up, right? I've not said. Not yet. Ecclesia, Ecclesiastes chapter 10 from verse 7. Quickly, let's do it quick. Chapter, chapter, chapter 10 verse, from verse 5. It says, I have seen servants upon horses and princes walking as servants upon the earth. No, 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 go back, go back to the verse, verse 5. I want it. 
verse 5. There is an evil which I have seen under the sun. As an error which proceeded from the ruler. What is this error? Verse 6. Verse 6. Folly is set in great dignity. You see, there are people you may think they are fools, but they are the ones ruling. They are the ones with the big companies. And those who claim they are wise are employed by them. Christians, eh? And the rich sit in low place. Huh? Go. Verse 7. I have seen servants upon horses. Servants upon horses. And princes walking as servants upon the earth. Is this not a description of many believers? You see unbelievers riding high. And believers riding low. And sometimes you ask yourself, is it not you that says you serve the El Shaddai? Eh? And instead of finding out what is the issue, my God died. How do I come out of this mess? My God, I do it. My God, I do it. Meanwhile, Absa belongs to a man. Mention some. The, the, the ones you know. Servants are on horses. Then. The princes are walking barefooted. You get to class. When you get to class, the Christians are at the bottom. And the fools are at the top. So when you get up to say, I want to share the word of God, you say, Trassi. Unim the word of God a free to on a brass See, unim the word of God a free to that is why many people don't want to hear us when we talk. This God you say is all powerful. Can't even move you from the bottom to the top. How many Christians have articulators? How many of us decide things, things in the place we find ourselves? It is time we wake up and make up our minds in the next 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, when I look at you, as you apply yourself to the law of self-discipline, I see you rising high in your field in the name of Jesus. Hey. Then when you go down, it shows you one of the things that was happening that made this happen. When you go to verse 8, let's read verse 8. I hope you are following. Verse 8 and verse 9. Please don't get tired. Verse 8 and verse 9. He that diggeth a pit shall fall into it, and whosoever breaketh an hedge, a serpent shall bite him. What is that? Laws are being broken. Laws are being broken. Then jump to verse 16 because of time. 16 and 17. Let me show you something there. 
16 and 17. Woe to thee, O land, when thy king is a child, and thy princes eat in the morning. They eat, they love food. They eat in the morning. Then verse 17, he says, Blessed art thou, O land, when thy king is the son of nobles, and thy princes eat in due season, for strength and not for drunkenness. For strength and not for drunkenness. Is it not amazing? The leaders even say, okay, let me not even go there. I, I, I will push it, but wait. Wait. You know, I was in a meeting with Bishop Dr. Vick years ago. I was a young man. I mean, I'm still young, but I, that time I think I was around 20-something. I, I, he was going for a meeting, and I went. So I went to, uh, he made me sit close to where he was sitting. Whilst the meeting was going on, he wrote this scripture and told them to pass it to me. So he, they passed it to me and I read it. And he was instructing, he said, become one that his land will celebrate. That he eats in due season for strength and not for drunkenness. He stirred the scripture in me. Discipline. They don't just eat. Those who are children just eat. They are so indisciplined, you can't control them. They don't take responsibility. But he said, Blessed art thou, O land, when thy king is a son of the nobles, and thy princes, they eat in due season, for strength and not for drunkenness. Up till now, I eat for strength. You can ask my wife. I eat for strength. There are days I forgot, I, I even forget I have no eating. Because the tank, I, I, I don't feel empty, so let's keep moving. If we do not become a disciplined people, <laughs> if you are not disciplined, you don't know how blessed you are. You are very blessed. The law of self-discipline. The Bible says, the heir, as long as he's a child, he differs nothing from a servant. Oh, that means we are really destined for the throne. But because we are still behaving as children, we'll be slaves. Paul said, when I was a child, I thought like a child. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. When I was a child, I speak as a child, I understood as a child. I taught as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. You know, when, when you look at children, one of the things that really shows in children is indiscipline. Lack of responsibility. But it's amazing that some people are 35 years and they are still so indisciplined. 20. I don't know your age. Remember, in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, he says, Unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. The government shall rest upon his shoulders. So the government, the rulership is not on the child, it's on the son. Am I communicating here? So if you are a child, you don't take responsibility. It is time to take responsibility for your success. Take responsibility for your success. 
in 10 years time, in 15 years time, in 20 years time, when you wake up and you are an employee, do you think you think the same way as the employer? The employer is thinking about how to pay you. You are thinking about the end of the month to take the salary. You are not the same. <laughs> you are not the same. You are not the same. That is why you don't understand when he queries you for coming to work late. And you said your stomach was paining you. Your stomach was paining you. If you dare go and work for anybody and you put up that that indisciplined attitude, you were disgraced to Christ. Your workplace should prosper because of you. Your employer should not be crying and saying, I've lost so much money because of you. I was listening to this rich man and he says one time he lost $10 million because he left to go and do some business. When he came, the people he left the business with and I tell you, you will find these people speaking in tongues. People can't build companies and leave it with people anymore. Because you see at the end of the year, the mawa, Obeba no aseno. Obeba no aseno. Why did you come late? I was feeling hot. You were feeling hot. You were feeling hot. Why, did you come, why didn't you come to work? Everybody is looking for an excuse duty so that they won't go to work. Where did this thing come from? It's an evil disease. You listen to the things I'm telling you and decide to apply yourself to them. You will see how you will become. What is discipline? Please, I hope you have not forgotten what we are discussing. What are we discussing? The law of self-discipline, the journey of success. Success won't fall from the sky. It is already our heritage. Get serious with life. Number one, discipline is possessing a sense of mission in the pursuit of life. Discipline is what? Possessing a sense of mission in the pursuit of First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 to 27. Your employers are going to celebrate. They will say, ah, thank God I got these employees. They are the best. Because you know these things. And when you, you open a business, because you have sown seeds like that, God will also bless you with good people who will handle your companies for you. You didn't, you didn't hear what I just said. Yeah. It's only in Africa that people don't work, but at the end of the month, they are expecting to be paid full salary. <laughs> I don't want to raise that kind of people. Sometimes when you build a business and you employ people from your own church, they, you are even the ones that come to spoil it the most. Because they know that when they eat the money, you can't do anything to them. You can't arrest them. It will go to pastor. As for me, I'll let them arrest you. Hey, see, pastor, what are you saying? I'll let them arrest you because you are in discipline. You support the business. 
hey, pastor, you will let them arrest me? Yes. I will let them arrest you and lock you for about three days. <laughs> you know, one time, this guy came to beat some people. He would collect their phone. He knew me. I even paid his registration fee for him to write exams. For this guy. So they told me that they've caught him. He's inside the church. Then I went to the police and brought the police. When I was coming, I brought the police. He said, oh, pastor. I said, me, oh, pastor. Police. <laughs> Arrest him. <laughs> Arrest him. You know, it, when people know that they can't be arrested, they fool. If you beat your wife, I'll bring the police to arrest you. <laughs> Why should you beat your wife? Is your wife a punching bag? You are beating your I'll bring the police to arrest you. You spoil somebody's business. I'll bring the police to arrest you. I will lead the police. I'll come and show them your house. Indiscipline must stop. First Corinthians chapter 9. <laughs> I'm beginning to round up. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize? So run that he may obtain. Verse 25. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. I mean, self-control. Huh? Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are incorruptible. Go, verse 26. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. The next verse. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. You see, pastors who preach, be holy, then they are pressing the girl. They don't keep their body under. I keep under my body. This is the definition of self-discipline. Where you, you decide your body won't rule you. You rule your body. You will do what must be done. Is somebody here at all? Am I communicating? So to remain in front, you must keep your body under. Your body cannot just do what it likes. I'm beginning to round up. Have you ever played Nintendo game? Who has played Nintendo game before? Oh, only a few. Who knows Mario? Mario. The game called Mario. You know it? You know Mario, sometimes you have five lives. When you are playing, boom! Ah! Okay, my life, knock a four. Then you jump back. Boom! Ah! Three lives. Some people live life as if they are playing Mario. It's like, when this life, when I'm killed, another one will come. Stop thinking like that. We have only one life to live. You better make the most of it or you ruin it and you will be sorry forever. Life is not Mario. When I look at some people, I think they think life is Mario. Nintendo game. Ah, boom, ah. Life, Nakase, Uakatri. 
<laughs> when you lose this one, I had one great man of God. He said, look, it is only Jesus that has a second coming. All of us, we have one coming. <laughs> you are here for a short time. Instead of your life becoming a success, you are just playing around and thinking that there's so much time. People of God. People of God. Tell somebody, life is not Mario game. Life is not Mario game. Take it serious. <laughs> Number two, what is discipline? Number two, what is discipline? Discipline is operating as demanded, not as convenient. Discipline is what? Operating as demanded, not as convenient. You cannot give life what it takes and not make the most of it. When you give it what it takes. As demanded, not as convenient. I see you building big companies. Say amen. amen. When you look at Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 21 to 23. It's amazing. There's a very interesting verses of scripture there. L listen to Nehemiah. So we labored in the work and half of them held the spears from the rising of the morning till the stars appeared. Verse 22. Likewise at the same time said I unto the people, let everyone with his servant lodge within Jerusalem that in the night they may be a guard to us and labor on the day. So neither I nor my brethren nor my servants nor the men of the guard which followed me, none of us put off our clothes. We couldn't even change our clothes. Saving that everyone put them off for washing. It is only when, when it's so dirty and we have to wash. Even that one, when we, are, we wait for it to dry then we put it back on. There was a demand. There's a task. <laughs> it is only lazy people, indisciplined people, they, they stop working to go and sleep. When they know that they must present the thing the next morning. Because they said, oh, this headmaster, what can he do? All he can do is talk. Operating as demanded, not as convenient. I tell you, you are going back to your workplaces. You are going back to your business. You are going back to your life. And you operate as what? Not as what? If you listen to me well today, you won't be broke. You won't be poor. I'm telling you. If you don't listen, judge for yourself. Number three. I'm giving you three, three definitions and I'll give you three areas to apply self-discipline. Then I have rounded up part one. Now number three, being a law to oneself to accomplish a given task. That is discipline. Being a law to oneself to accomplish what? A given task. Am I communicating? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. 
So you are a law to yourself. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. That means they are not beneficial. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. So you ask yourself, huh? what is the task, the given task to be accomplished? Then you are a law to yourself. Until I finish it, I'm not resting. Until I finish it, I'm not resting. Am I communicating? Until I finish it. That means you don't just go anywhere. There are some of you, from today, you must decide, I won't go there. Wherever you go, that doesn't add value to you, or you don't go and add value to. I don't know why you are going. The going is a waste. It's a waste going. Have you seen some people... Nobody invited them. They went. Then the people saw them. They say, hey, you came. We thought you didn't have time. You see? They've now seen you. You, you are not serious. <laughs> then right away, they ask, so when are you leaving? <laughs> have you seen? They are showing you you were not needed there. Self-discipline demands that you analyze. Why am I going there? What business do I have there? What value would the thing add to me? Some people, they are at every funeral. Every wedding. I know there was a certain lady who was in this church. <laughs> and she, one time she told one of the sisters, she said, if you stay in the church, you won't get a husband. Let me advise you, go for funerals. He said, ah, but if I don't know the person, why do I go for it? Say, oh, just dress and go. Have you seen a wasteful life? So when you hear there's a wedding, just dress and go. A wasteful life. If my going there won't add value to me and I won't add value to the place, I won't go. It's not necessary. Hey, won't you come? I won't come. Some of you, every family gathering, you are there. It's like you are there with your family. <laughs> Look, you, this thing I'm talking about, you play games with it. Oh, why? Oh, I, I knew this girl. Oh, I knew her, 1983. <laughs> we were classmates. So, does she know you are coming? Oh, she doesn't know, but I'm going. What's wrong with you? Then, do you know what? Such goings also Take more money. I know you are not liking the message this morning or you are liking it. <laughs> Look at somebody and tell the person, make business out of life. Make business out of life. If you don't see life as a business, ah. Now, crowded, the phone has made it worse. The phone. <laughs> the phone. Now they've pri privatized indiscipline. You know, the phone has made indiscipline the privatization of indiscipline. You are so indisciplined on your phone that you watch anything, you listen to any news. You see, so so the information that comes to you is so corrupted that it doesn't help you build. 
I'm talking about self-discipline. I hope you are not angry. Let me show you how your phone, if you want to know the information you are consuming, check. The moment you turn on your phone, the notifications that you get, the kind of things that notify you that they have come. It shows you the content you are consuming. The content. The content of information you are consuming. And you are no different from what you are consuming. Input determines output. <laughs> I don't know how the gossip you watched the last time. I don't know what it added. I don't know whether it added some thousands of dollars to your account. The gossip. You know the gossip you listened to just this morning for quiet time. Now, three areas to be self-disciplined. Hurry up. Let's hurry up quickly. The first area are spiritual lives. Our spiritual lives. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. Our spiritual lives. We need self-discipline in our spiritual lives. First Timothy chapter 4 verse. But refuse profane and old wives' feebles and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. Verse 8. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable in, unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. People of God, your spiritual life, be disciplined. Be disciplined. Be disciplined. Somebody, I, I'm very weak. I can't pray. You are not weak. You are indisciplined. It's, don't say you are weak. You are indisciplined. Accept you are indisciplined. When you accept you are indisciplined, you can correct it. Don't say you are weak. I say, no, 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 I'm very weak. How come you planned your eating time? You didn't plan your pray, praying time. How were you not weak that you could eat? <laughs> come on, you were on Facebook for three hours. How can you say you are weak? You are not weak. You are indisciplined. Your spiritual life discipline, self-discipline and stop feeding on junk. You see, now the phone, eh? The phone, the phone is a great helper but there's also a very serious machine ruining lives. In discipline at the highest level. You've not opened your Bible but you have watched TikTok for three hours. Say no, but pastor, you must understand. <laughs> refine the information you consume refine the information you consume in five years time if I look at you you will just be a reflection of the information you have consumed the information you have consumed now three 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 areas that must build your your content okay the content you consume okay three 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 huh I, I want to show you how to build con the content you consume if you examine and it is not in these three it won't help you huh the the first one is your area of expertise. What, what are you doing? That area. If you are a teacher, teaching. If you are an entrepreneur, huh? 
if you are whatever area your career your area huh? there must be content information that is coming to you from that area so it makes you better in that area am I, am I communicating now number two is an inspirational content so like maybe a word from the pulpit okay so you must be listening to words of encouragement like the one I'm preaching now that's also content huh then the third content should be content that expands your thinking capacity okay so for example if you watch a documentary it may not be in your field it may not be an inspirational message as it is okay but then, let's say a documentary of how uh, Coca-Cola became Coca-Cola. It expands your capacity to know, oh, this is how such a great business. Am I helping you? You know, sometimes I, I, I wonder, I wonder, the information you are consuming, what is it adding to you? You, 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 are, you are in nursing. Open yourself to information in nursing that builds content for consumption. And give yourself five years. Because that is what will stir you up to want to develop yourself in that area. Then when you have motivational content, like I'm preaching, you see the way it's happening and it's pushing you? Huh. You go and listen to messages like, um, uh, 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 the journey of mastery it fires you up you want to go back to school you know there's a young man who's gone to first year I think now she's, he's going to second year right he said he, he only had a gadget that can listen to one message I think all the message he had was one or two my message he's been listening that is what moved him to go back to school so on the campus he's listening every, and he's telling everybody yeah this man, the, you see? Motivational. Then you see, your mind is elastic. There must be content coming to you that stretches you. So I said the first area we need self-discipline is what? Our spiritual life. Number two, the second area, the work of your hands. The work you do. The work that you do. Self-discipline in your work. Self-discipline in your work. There are those of you who think that the work you are doing is a low-class work. Do you know, amazingly, when people travel outside the country, the work we call low-class here, that's what they go to do. The work of your hands. The work you do. Someone says, I'm a student. I'm not working. <laughs> Going to school is a full-time job. You have not seen it like that. That is why your grades are bad. The work of your hands. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11 to 12. Let's hurry up quickly. <laughs> and that he steady to be quiet and to do your own business and work with your own hands as we commanded you. What is your work? What work do you do? I'm asking you a simple question. What work do you do? 
Are you working? No, I don't work. I'm not working. I'm waiting to be employed. I pray. By the time we leave here, those of you that are even in school, business ideas will come to you. Those of you that are looking for job, job opportunities will open for you. Those of you that must volunteer, volunteer your gift, volunteer your gift. You will volunteer your gift and a door will open for you. In the name of Jesus. Some of you must meet certain people that will open the door of help. Those doors will open in the name of Jesus. He says you must Work with your own hands. Work. Work. Don't be lazy. My God will do it. Some people are working, but they don't even see their work to be a good, good job. So they, they, they are not disciplined to make it become a first class job. If they don't employ me at Ministry of Foreign Affairs, I won't work. You will be hungry. If, if I don't get a bank, there's no place I want to work. <laughs> Go and found a bank. Open some. <laughs> there are some of you, you have to even get serious. Go and wash people's clothes and let them pay you. Lazy. Go and ask, please, are there cars in this house? I, I know how to wash cars. <laughs> Somebody doesn't like what I'm saying. Some of you too must go and learn a trade. Somebody offers to train you how to work, to get a trade. You are blessed. Some of you must learn how to probably bake a bake cake or something. Work. The work of your hands. Let's read it in NLT. NLT. Give it to us in NLT. I'm rounding up. I've said that I think twice. Hurry up. NLT. First Thessalonians. Chapter 4 verse 11. And 12. Do you know the Bible says that the hand that does not work must not eat. If you don't work, you shouldn't eat. Don't give any lazy person food. You spoil them. Let them work. He said, ah. he said, I don't have money. He said, okay, come. Let them polish all your shoes. <laughs> Look, listen to me. It will help you. Don't give them free money. Said, come, come. Polish all my shoes. Let them, let them be shining. Now, when you finish, you take this. Huh? Some of them, probably your compound has not been scrapped for a long time. Let them scrap. When they finish, you dash them. Pay them for what they did. Look, make it your goal to live a quiet life, minding your own business and working with your hands just as we instructed you before. Verse 12. Verse 12. Huh? Then people who are not Christians will respect you the way you respect the way you live and you will not need to depend on others. Every day, give me. Uh, 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 uh. 
I was told one brother, he's borrowed from everybody in church. Borrow from this one, borrow from this one, borrow from that. How can you even come to church? Do you know the profits you can make from selling ice water? He said, you are not serious to make money. He said, our pastor, you are giving us small, small ideas. <laughs> we want big, big ideas. <laughs> what, what? All I want to tell you is that you must work. You must do something. First Peter chapter 4, verse 15. Mind your own business. Some people, they don't mind their work. They go and look into other people's works. Am I helping you or I'm not helping you? Am I helping you? All right, First Peter chapter 4, verse 15. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody in other men's matters. Busy body. You know what is happening everywhere except your own, your own life. You must invest your time, your energy, your resources. Huh? Invest it in what you are doing. If you're a student, the same. You will see the results you come out with. Say, I don't have anybody to pay my school fees. It's not true. It is not true. Your grades are not good. So nobody wants to waste his money. <laughs> Your grades are not good. If you like, produce very good grades and go and show it to any well-meaning person and see if they won't help you. But your grades are not good. Who would like to just be sponsoring somebody with E? 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 You say E. What I would I, what I'm throwing away money. You don't have even one A in your results. No B. B plus. As for you, you start from the D column. And when we ask you, you say, oh, destined to be great. <laughs> Let me say this to you, people of God. Don't put pleasure before labor. Labor must be before pleasure. If you put pleasure first, some people go to school, and in school, they forget why they went to school. The energy Until it is exam time. Don't put pleasure before labor. Labor comes before pleasure. Anybody who wants pleasure before labor will be poor. You will become wretched. Even before you build a house, you must be working. If you build a house without working, we should ask you, where did you get the money? So, no, 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 I make investment. Which investment? Show us. Work even before you build. I pray for you. Your life will not be wasted. 
Proverbs chapter 21, verse 17 and verse 20. I want it in NLT. I, I want you to see something. I, I'm rounding up. I'm beginning to... Uh, NLT. Those who love pleasure become poor. I didn't write the Bible. Those who love pleasure, they do what? Those who love pleasure, they do what? I want everybody. Let's read it. I think you didn't see it. One to go. And he says, those who love wine and luxury will never be rich. You check. Check. Check those that like, you know. Verse 20, NLT. Look at the verse 20. Hurry up, please. The wise have, huh? the wise, they have wealth and luxury. But fools, they spend whatever they get. May you not be described as a fool. Proverbs 24, verse 27. So now everybody's going to be your brother's keeper. You look at your brother and say, hey, this life you are living is full of indiscipline. You won't prosper. Do your planning and prepare your field before building your house. Go to King James. Let's read it in King James. I want to teach you. Prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field. And afterwards, build thine house. That means you should be, you should be having a work that is profitable before you think about what? Building a house. Work! I see everybody here, you will live in your own house. In the name of Jesus. Number three, the third area. We must apply self-control. Time management. Time management. My message doesn't sound like a spiritual. eh? Time management. Time. Your time. Time must not be squandered, but it must be invested. Time. Your time. Everybody, I want you to add 10 years to your age right now. Look at where you are. Those of you that are wasting time. You waste time. I'm coming to the end of the message. Please listen well. You must not be squandering your time, but investing it. Our value for time must change. What am I using my time for? Why do they call it lifetime? It was what, what your life was worth. That you, you use your, this is what you use your, your, your life to do. The stuff that, that life is made of is time. Lifetime, your lifetime. <laughs> when you come to church, the time spent in church, it must be value for value, value. Am I gaining something that is adding to me? Look at yourself this year and you say, no, no more wasting of time. 
This thing I'm watching. I'm watching for five hours. How you are watching Netflix? Let's see, I'm consuming some of the literatures I'm consuming are like this. I don't have time. You are watching a film. And the film you are watching is a horror movie. And your whole mind is filled with horror. So, Pastor, I'm just relaxing. I'm just, I'm using it to relax. Check, check the time, 24 hours. If you sleep for eight hours, it's left with what? 24 minus eight, it's left with what? Huh? That means if you sleep for eight hours, you have divided 24 hours into three. And you have slept one. Huh? Check in the day, the next eight hours. Maybe you are at work or in school, so you spend the other eight hours. The other eight, what do you do with it? If you don't invest your time, if you don't sit down to calculate, what am I investing my time in? I dare you, in five years, you come and look for me and say, Pastor, I didn't listen to you. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing. If even you sleep eight hours as the doctor say we should sleep. Eight hours every day. That is one third, right? Am I right? That means by the time you are 75, you have slept 25 years. Of course. One third. That's a, that's a serious matter. Is that not a serious matter? Oh, I'm, I'm wrong. Am I wrong? By the time you are 75 years, one third. 25 years sleep. Check any rich man and see if they sleep eight hours. Check. Check anybody making any impact anywhere. You will see they don't even have, they don't even have smooth sleeping patterns. Every day, my, my brain will continue to make a crown. You have been stretching like this. Time! I'm rounding up. I'm finishing. I'm finishing. The Bible says we must redeem the time for the days are evil. It is wisdom to redeem the time. Ah? 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 Tell somebody, have the correct sense of value for time. Come on. You must be known for your job. What do you do? What do you do with your time? What do you do with your time? Manage your time well. Invest your time in what is value adding. Huh? Don't waste it. Don't waste it. I wish I had a, I wish I had a bucket. Can I have a bucket? Can I have a clean bucket? Somebody fetch me a clean bucket with water, then get me a certain container. I just want to do something. Another container I can fetch that if I destroy it, you wouldn't be angry with me. The Bible says the one that is lazy is a brother to the waster. Huh? They are brothers. They are bro if you are squandering your time, eh, you are not investing it. Sometimes ask yourself, ask yourself, the successful people we read about or we hear about, some of us are not even so conscious to succeed that we don't even search out for successful people. In your field of interest, you don't even know those that are succeeding there. 
If all your time, all you do with your time, you can't even give accurate, accurate examining of what you do. To know, no, I'm wasting time here. Let me cancel this out. I'm wasting time here. I must invest more time here. The internet that you are on, that you are only using it to listen to gossip. They said that that man has done this. What will he do to you? I don't get it. What will he do to you? That you are spending 20 minutes to watch. I heard the story of John Wesley. Somebody engaged John Wesley and was talking, 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 plenty. Then 20 minutes passed. John Wesley shouted, Shut up! I've lost 20 minutes of my life. John Wesley. No wonder his name is in Africa. He didn't come here. Shut, shut up! You have wasted 20 minutes of my life. He didn't say of my time. <laughs> of my life. <laughs> of my life. Bring the bucket. Put it here. I want to do illustration. Where's the container? This container, it will be very difficult to pierce. Can I get something that I can put a hole inside? Can't you, can't you do it without this? I'm the preacher. Leave me alone. Look at something here. Just imagine this bucket is God. And he carries blessings, okay? And he's going to pour blessings into you. One of the greatest blessings is time. Resources, energy, whatever, okay? Then he starts pouring. Please hurry up with the container. Then he starts pouring. Then he starts pouring. Let's say blessings are coming upon you. Blessings are coming upon you. More blessings are coming upon you. Hmm? But look at what happens. You have a bottle? Oh, come on. Bottle, yes. Bottle. Bottle. Can I have something that can pierce? Somebody has a knife in your pocket or something? Okay. Now look. Okay. So, God is pouring his blessings into you. Huh? Have you seen? Time. Money. Energy. What is happening? Waste. So, no matter how much he pours, it doesn't get full. So, what do you do to get filled up quick? Block wasting. Block, block. Whose responsibility is it? It is not God. Check. Where am I putting money that I must stop? Where am I putting time that I must stop? I know some people who say you have changed. Yes. Yes. Therefore be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Once you renew your mind and you want to change indeed, some things will change about you. Do you know some of you, you buy airtime more than you even eat. What is sucking money that I can't account for? What is squandering my time? And I cannot look at a day and say, ah, I have covered this number of chapters. I have added this value to my life with the 24 hours God gave everybody. 
Somebody has made $24,000, $1 million by the close of 24 hours. All you did was watching Netflix. A life of indiscipline will make you poor. A waster today will be a beggar tomorrow. If you don't deal with waste, even your giving today will be wasted because you are not ready to correct yourself. God has spoken to you. Self-discipline. If I meet you in five years' time, may I see what you invested your time to do. May I see what you have invested. You have not squandered your time, but invested it. You have managed your time so well that I can see it. You have managed your energy and your resources. There's that which we pray to get. But for self-discipline, it is your responsibility. Decide to work hard. Hard workers become high flyers. Lazy people don't have any place in this earth. Work hard. I know the Bible says that it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and added no sorrow. That didn't despise hard work. Hard work. Work hard. Please, work hard. If it's your own business, work hard. If it is school, work hard. If it is somebody's company, work hard. Never let them brand you as a lazy person. Ask yourself, am I a hard worker or am I a waster? Am I investing my time or am I squandering it? Self-discipline. Self-discipline. Check history. All who became great had this quality. Nobody lived a loose life and became great anyway. Nobody. Whether in the field of industry, whether in church, wherever. I pray that you will hear the voice of the Spirit speak to us this morning. That by the time I am looking at your life in 10 years, <laughs> I will say, well done. Well done. Well done. Just be on your feet. Just be on your feet, okay? Any seed of indiscipline. Any seed of indiscipline that will cause you not to become all that God has destined you to be. Let that seed of indiscipline die. Let that seed of indiscipline die. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray. That individually the spirit of God. As he has ministered to us. Will continue this ministration even as we will go home. That the areas we have to bring order. We will bring order. And we will see progress. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that our lives are becoming better because we are applying ourselves to the law 
of self-discipline. Hard workers, investors of time, and not just converts. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for fellowshipping with us in the shepherd's voice. My pastor Christian just handed to you the seed of success for a victorious living in Christ Jesus. For more of our messages, kindly access them on Facebook, Telegram, Podcast Addict, and Podcast, all at My Pastor Christian. For prayer and pure pastoral counsel or any other inquiry, call or WhatsApp our helpline on MTN 540 953-017 You can also join us in any of our glorious celebration services on every Sunday from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. for our first service and from 10 a.m. to 12 noon for our second service at the Fresh Oil Assembly Kumasi City Church KCC Edum, right opposite the GRA building or behind the Ejaba building God bless you. Shalom, shalom.